0: You're listening to The J. John Podcast. Do you need a faith lift? An infusion of faith, hope and love? The J. John Podcast is your weekly dose of encouragement and inspiration to give you confidence in your faith and boldness to share it with others. I want us to consider this question. If God asked us to do something, would we do it? And I want us to look at the story of Jonah. I think the story of Jonah speaks to us today. It's about calling. It's about struggles. It's about disobedience. It's about repentance. So the story commences with Jonah in Joppa, and God says to him, I want you to go to Nineveh and deliver my message to the people there. The people there, the Assyrians, were a very brutal and barbaric race. When they conquered a particular city, they would build a pyramid of human skulls. Jonah doesn't want to go. Why does he not want to go? Because he considers them as enemies. And he doesn't want to deliver God's message and give them an opportunity to repent and for God to forgive them. In other words, Jonah is quite prejudiced against a particular people group. And we need to ask ourselves, are we a little prejudiced against a particular people group? Or a particular person, do we feel that they or are beyond God's redemption? You see, Jonah wants to lock God into his own theological box. We need to be careful. Don't rationalise. We often do that, don't we? And what is rationalise? rational lies we sometimes distort God's truth so that it can be more palatable to ourselves why did God want Jonah to go and deliver his message to the Assyrians because people matter to God The story of Jonah is about the heart of God. God cares about all people. In John three, verse 16, for God so loved the world, the whole world, all people that he gave his son. God spoke to Jonah and God speaks to us today. But sometimes, if we're honest, we don't like it. We don't like what God is asking us to do. Jonah's unforgiveness led to rebellion. And we read that Jonah got up and went to the opposite direction to get away from the Lord. He went down to the port of Joppa, where he found a ship leaving for Tarshish. He bought a ticket and went on board, hoping to escape from the Lord by sailing to Tarshish. You know, sometimes we justify our actions because we say we found an open door, or we found an opportunity. It is dangerous to justify our actions simply because things seem to fall in place. Let me tell you this. If you are running away from God, the devil will make sure you have transportation he always does he'll know if we're running away from God and he will provide transportation whether it's a donkey a horse a camel a ship a train a bus a car he will provide transportation Nineveh is 560 miles east of Joppa Tarshish is two thousand miles west of Joppa. Jonah set sail two thousand five hundred and sixty miles in the opposite direction from God's instructions. I think probably Jonah thought if he was far away from where he should be, maybe God will change his mind. I think sometimes we have similar thoughts. We entertain those thoughts that maybe God will forget. No, God does not forget, and God does not change his mind. The devil always tries to make our wrong choices appealing. But once we're involved in it, there is nothing appealing about it. Satan gives Adam an apple and takes away paradise. Therefore, in all temptations, let us not consider what the devil offers us but what he takes away running away from god is always a downward spiral and we read in the book of jonah how he went down to joppa he went down into the ship and then he went down into the sea there is always this downward spiral when we're running away from god if we are heading for tarshish when god has told us to go to nineveh we will be heading into a storm when we run away from god we never get to where we are going and we always have to pay the price Jonah had to buy a ticket. You see, going in the opposite direction can be quite costly. And what happened? God did hurl a wind. And we read, The Lord hurled a powerful wind over the sea, causing a violent storm threatening to break the ship apart fearing for their lives the desperate sailors shouted to their gods for help and threw the cargo overboard to lighten the ship you see our decisions can have huge consequences for other people sometimes when we make choices we don't realize that it's not just going to affect us, it's going to affect many, many other people. The choice that Jonah made to run away from God had detrimental implications for everybody else on that ship. The storm was violent. These These are professional sailors. They're trying to save their lives. And the only way they can do that is throw the cargo overboard. I mean, can you imagine, you know, getting to the other end to deliver all the cargo? And they say, well, actually, we don't have any cargo. We had to throw it overboard. Now, these sailors, they had a spirituality. And they were like seekers of the truth. They knew that there was something unique about this storm something very very different and then they remembered that someone had got on the boat and they went to find him and when they found him he was sleeping do you know something i i think that when we're running away from god we feel so burdened that it actually feels incredibly exhausting. And we feel really tired. By the way, that doesn't mean if you feel tired, you're running away from God. I'm not suggesting that. But if we're running away from God, I think we can feel absolutely exhausted. Anyway, they woke him up and they said to him, who are you? where have you come from? Where are you going? And he confessed that he was running away from God. But they tried to rescue him despite his disobedience. And I I think they were incredible sailors because that's when they threw the cargo overboard. But the storm continued to rage. And Jonah knew there was only one solution. He needed to get off that boat. And he asked the sailors to throw him overboard. I find that very interesting. He didn't just jump overboard himself. I didn't think he could do it. So he got the sailors to throw him overboard. And when they threw him overboard, the storm calmed. I think that must have really spoken to these sailors about the true and living God who can speak and control the storms. So, what happens? Jonah is sucked up by a fish, a huge fish. And he's inside the fish for three days and three nights. You know, I find this fascinating, this story. The wind obeys God. The fish obeys God. Jonah disobeys God. It's like everything in the book of Jonah obeys God God except Jonah. Jonah hits rock bottom. If you feel you've hit rock bottom, look up to God. When we come to the end of ourselves, we can begin again with god and we read in chapter 2 then jonah prayed to the lord his god from inside the fish he said i cried out to the lord in my great trouble and he answered me i called to you from the land of the dead and lord you heard me jonah was very honest Have you ignored God? Have you ignored something he's asked you to do? Then be honest. Be honest with yourself and be honest with God. Make that confession. Make it. What's so amazing, I find, is that God waited for three days and three nights before he instructed the fish to spew him out onto dry land. While he was in the fish, the acid in the fish's stomach was probably trying to digest him. And it had affected his hair, it had affected his skin. I can imagine if he had gone home straight away and his mother had said to him, Jonah, where on earth have you been? You see, when we're running away from God, it will be obvious to other people. We don't always see it. But other people see it, and I can often see it in people. There are signs that we've run away from God. And with Jonah, it was obvious. His skin discoloration, everything about him showed that he had run away from God. But God tells him, Go to Nineveh and deliver my message. You see, the message had not changed. God, God's call on his life did not change. And God instructed him to go and deliver this message. What did Jonah do wrong? well he had a lack of fear a lack of fear for god i don't mean he was a lack of being scared of god but a lack of respect for god proverbs 9 verse 10 says the fear of the lord is the beginning of wisdom let's not disrespect god Let's be careful how we talk about God, how we honour God. This is the God of the entire cosmos, the entire universe. We must honour him. I think Jonah had a lack of faith. Faith says, God will do what is right, whether I understand it or not Isaiah 55 verse 9 says as the heavens are higher than the earth so are my ways higher than your ways and my thoughts than your thoughts I think Jonah had a lack of forgiveness Jesus in Matthew chapter 6 said, For if you forgive other people when they sin against you, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you do not forgive others their sins, your heavenly Father will not forgive your sins. I think also he had a lack of faithfulness. Jonah should have been faithful to God in spite of how he felt. It is the will of God that matters. Jonah in chapter one runs away from God. Jonah in chapter two runs to God. Jonah in chapter 3 runs for God. And Jonah in chapter 4 runs into God. If you are a Christian but you have ignored what God has told you to do, go back to God and do what God has asked you to do. Get on with fulfilling God's plan and God's purpose for your life. If you don't do that, you'll be discontented. You'll be burdened. There'll be an unease. An anxiousness, and it will weigh you down. Let me ask you some questions. Questions to consider in response to the issues that we've raised. Are you reading your Bible for transformation or information? Is there anything in your life that God is consistently dealing with that you are trying to ignore? Is there anyone in your life that you need to apologise to? Is there anyone in your life that you need to forgive. Is there a habit or a sin that you need to confess and ask help for? Are you fully utilising the time the talents, the treasure that God has entrusted to you. Is God asking you to serve in some practical way in your church, in your community? Are you allowing people or circumstances to steal the joy that Jesus promises you? Who are the people in your life that God has placed around you for the purpose of sharing good news? God sent Jonah to the Assyrians to share a message ultimately was good news. And what happened? The entire Assyrian nation turned to God. Turned to God. You've got the most reluctant missionary in the world Who does eventually deliver the message and they all repent and turn to God and then hundreds of years later the Apostle Thomas on his way to India he stops off and he tells the Assyrians they're worshipping God but they don't know his name his name is Jesus and so They all become Christian. Yes, all because God instructed Jonah to deliver a message of repentance. If we just do what God has asked us to do, we leave the outcome to him. So my final question is this have you surrendered your life to Christ total surrender and said to him reign and rule over my life i'm willing to do anything for you and with you this is the lesson that we learn from the book of jonah Let me pray for you lord i pray for all my sisters my brothers everyone that is watching now i pray lord that you will touch them by the power of your holy spirit that you will set them free from any disappointment and regret i pray that you will liberate them from the past. May they experience your forgiveness. May they experience your peace. Lord, for any that you have instructed to do something and they haven't done it, I pray now that you will give them the courage to do it. Empower them by your Holy Spirit. Help them to fulfill whatever it is you have told them to do and lord i pray for them that as they honor you and step out to do this you will honor them lord we pray give us all wisdom to know what we should do with the time the talents and the treasure that you've entrusted to us. Lord, give us a passion and give us a compassion for all people. Help us to be channels of grace, of good news. May we be messengers of good news to lost people. May we bring life and light and truth to others. And we pray and we ask this in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. I'm going to pray one more prayer for all those of you that have a health concern or your heart is hurting. Uh, I'm going to pray for God's healing. Lord, we pray now to you, the great physician, that you will release your healing power and your healing presence. Put your healing balm on our bodies, on our hearts, on our minds. We pray, Lord Jesus, now for healing. We speak healing in body in mind and spirit. And we pray, Lord God, that you will fill us with the peace of the father the presence of jesus and the power of your spirit we pray for the blessing of god the holy trinity god the father god the son god the holy spirit be blessed and be a blessing to others amen You've been listening to The J. John Podcast. To find out more about J. John's ministry, visit www.canonjjohn.com and follow him on social media.